What is up, everyone? Happy Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve if you're American. I don't know why I'm speaking British. Anyway, I'm Chris Manning. That's Evan Zamerl. On today's episode of Lockdown Cavs, our last this week, our last before the slate of Christmas Day games, we're going to do a little Christmas gift giving to the Cleveland Cavaliers. This could be any way we want to interpret this. I don't know what Evan got them. Uh, he doesn't know what I'm, I'm going to give them. We're just going to each give three gifts to the Cavs. as a little holiday-themed bit. Take a break from all the other stuff happening in the NBA right now and just dive into something fun to celebrate the holiday season a little bit. That's all coming up today on Locked on Cavs, your daily Cleveland Cavaliers podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. And I want to thank you for making Locked on Cavs your first listen every single day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Hit subscribe. We're almost to that 1,000 goal by Christmas. Don't, don't, don't make me want to give you a call. Uh, come Monday. You are Locked On Cavs, your daily Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Evan, it's Christmas Eve on Lockdown Cavs. We're going to give some gifts. Um, I'm going to ask you just a very important question as we get going here. Are you a Christmas Eve or a Christmas Day person? Well, I prefer Christmas Day. I thought you were going to ask me, did my family open on Eve or Day? I'm like, Day. We try to always finesse my parents into saying, oh, can we open one present on Christmas Eve? And then my brother like made up this lie and like, gaslit my parents for two years about it, saying they always let us do it. And eventually my mom's like, okay, maybe we did. And then my brother's like, I lied like several years later. So because all they wanted to do is just play new Xbox games. That's so, understandable. Yeah. Um, I'm a day person. Uh, we used to get up at like 3 a.m. when my brother was younger. And then the rule was he had to stay upstairs until 7 when I was in college and he was still in like middle school slash early high school. And now we just kind of get a little drunk the night before. And then we wake up whenever our hangovers allow us and have a nice quiet morning. I'm a Christmas Eve person, just a bigger deal um, on my side, on my, my now like my side of the family in terms of my wife and I, uh, Christmas Eve has just kind of always been like the thing for, for my parents. Bro, and golden opportunity to do a Borat impression and you totally lift it. My wife. There you go. There we go. That's, that's, that's the gift to listeners right there. Anyway, I'm a Christmas Eve person. Um, Christmas Eve is great too. A lot of fond memories of family and stuff. Uh, Last time I really saw them all was the year before the pandemic really mm. uh, popped off. Yeah, um, 20,000 years ago. 20,000 years ago when I didn't have gray in my beard and Finnegan wasn't even alive yet. There was the abomination on her shirt. Shots to shots to grow good. My wife just my wife heard me make the joke and she said, "Okay, Matthew McConaughey." As I as I get a text. My wife has definitely never Leanne has definitely never seen Borat. Absolutely has never seen Borat. It's a classic. It's a and shame. She said, My name is Leanne. You're right. Your name is Leanne. Leanne Manning, the greatest eighth grade teacher in the history of Keystone Middle School. They should pay her lots and lots of money. Shouts uh, to Leanne Manning's eighth grade class. I hope you guys are enjoying your winter break. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to snow. Well, so, no sledding accidents. All right, Evan. So, as, as we as we give, start giving gifts here, um, I'm going to. Oh, she's apparently has seen Borat. This is like a big turn of events. I don't know how she didn't tell me she's seen Borat. This is like incredibly upsetting to me. Anyway. She probably calls you a pain in her assholes. She definitely hasn't seen the second one. That 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 I do know. But 
Anyway, Evan, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the first gift, but I'm gonna let you pick. Okay, I'm gonna let. Do you want me to give the big gift first, or do you want me to give you the small gift first? You want to like no big gift you or gotta, small? Gift? You gotta do what my dad does. Um, you always go small, and you know, like when we were kids, we always wanted the Xbox or something. We had to open that last because my parents knew if we open that first, we could give piss all about the rest of our gifts. So let's start small and keep the people intrigued till the end. We know what Chris Manning's big gift is. My my small well, there's not really a thing. My small one is a very simple one. And it's not small in the history of the franchise, but it's small in terms of where they're at right now. My gift is to stop caring about worrying about LeBron James coming back. Okay. LeBron James oh. is an all time great player on the Cavs. Okay. All time best player on the Cavs. Hot take. Hot real hot take. We have, we have a similar gift, but mine's okay. more Scrooge ish after you okay. said it like that. Here's the thing. He cannot they're not gonna trade for him. This doesn't make any sense to do that. He can't because he's under contract through next season, okay? He can through to come back then. Worry about it then. Worry about it then. The Cavs right now are as competent and as good and as fun and as whatever positive word you want to use as they've been without LeBron James in, in my lifetime, um, certainly, like, you know, at least since 2003. This is as good as they looked. They're actually, like, building something without it, the specter of him hanging over them for the first time in a while. I understand it's like a... Like, like the jokes you want to get off about, like this being a better fit for him than the current Lakers, all that stuff. I get that. Do that on Twitter. Have fun with it. But in terms of like actually building what the Cavs are right now, I just don't, I just stop worrying about it. It doesn't matter. It literally does not matter if like worrying about this right now. He, he could back into years, have his retirement here. That could be cool. He could be a good influence on the team at that point. I, I will worry about that and we'll talk about that and cover that and, you know, perhaps reap, reap the benefits of. Uh, LeBron James for agency SEO on, on this podcast, but like <laughs> I I am not gonna I don't want to of time thinking about it until he until he's actually like a free agent again. Bah humbug, Chris. I say you know what? Get excited about LeBron coming back, folks. I don't think he's going to because I think he made more than just basketball decisions going to Los Angeles. I think he made lifestyle decisions as well because he's choosing to live in Los Angeles. His family wants to live in Los Angeles. He's big on his kids, you know, big dad guy, LeBron James. He uh, famously told Draymond Green that he is a father of three at the time. So can't accept that kind of language under, there. But. Under, uh, underrated like moment of that, that like, is that comment like there's a lot of other ones that have lived on that is like an underrated that i i am a father sir underrated yeah exactly like lebron's just so corny and i love it um i i don't see him uprooting the family again to move them back to cleveland because i don't think savannah's gonna let him you you have already spent more time thinking about this than, than i no it's just i've always had this argument i just don't think lebron's coming back I think he will retire Los Angeles Laker like basketball wise. I think he'll sign like a one day feel good contract with the Cavs to retire as a Cavalier. I don't know how the basketball hall of fame works. I doubt it's like the NFL hall of fame where you pick a team that you're affiliated with when you're enshrined. So if basketball does do that, I hope he picks Cleveland and not like Miami because Pat Riley sucks and he culture is non-existent, but Wow, he made a lot of personal decisions off the court and on the court when signing the Lakers. He literally has a production lot at Warner Brothers right now. Why would he leave that? Because he had the option to do Space Jam two while he was still with the Cavs, and that was part of the reason why he signed at the Lakers because he could. LeBron's a bit of a control freak; likes to have his hands on everything he oh, does. You know, I know he he's a pod dad, and uh, if Calm was a sponsor today, we'd be talking about him. But he's not coming back. Um. 
Also, Kevin Pangos is wearing number six, and like I don't really feel like it's like fair for Kevin Pangos to have to give up his number. I don't think LeBron would wear six. I think he'd wear twenty three for the Cavs. I just like that's an I it's just an iconic number for him. I just because... I just you just blew right by my my low attempt at a Pangos joke. Unbelievable. This is just I mean, Kevin Pangos I... is like Canadian nice. I think he would like if LeBron's like, hey, can I have number six back? He'd be like, don't worry, guy. I'll give it right to you right now, did, buddy. Did, I did see someone with a number six jersey at a recent game I covered, and uh, they, but they, it wasn't Pangos. It was Baker. Someone put Mayfield on the back of it. I thought it was going to be Earl. Did Earl Clark wear six? Yeah, but like no one, no one. Yeah. I hope hopefully no one spent money on Earl Clark here, except for like Earl Clark's family to like put in their home or something. I bought a Lou Dang jersey. I still got to go find it. My parents and wear it on the show sometimes. <laughs> that's, that's difficult for you. So our our first gifts are the same. Stop worrying about LeBron James. No, mine's a little different, but I extrapolated on. But yeah, it'll be the mutual. It's a mutual gift. Enjoy what you have right now. Uh, my gift is going to be a little bit. Maybe it's a smaller one. It's like a gift card that I attach to it as well. But we'll talk about it in the next segment. Because Chris, you got to give us a word from one of today's fine, beautiful, lovely sponsors. And that's our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar, as you by now, if you've been a Locked On Cavs listener, is a great protein bar. It's perhaps the best tasting protein bar ever. Dare I say it is the best tasting protein bar ever. There's so many great flavors including raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, and peanut butter brownie. They give you that extra fuel to help you get through that work to recover from that workout to bust through those small doors if you're doing some post-holiday shopping or maybe some last-minute holiday shopping. Who knows? Look, Gingerbread's on sale, folks. Really Look, they, getting the holiday well, cheer. So here's the thing. They have a factory second sale right now with great flavors, all of their great flavors, most of them at least, and some of their holiday ones. And the eggnog and gingerbread, you might as well just go advantage and use the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Go take advantage. Stock up. Get some um, some mixed for your friends if you need to give them a if, – if they got you a gift and you forgot, you might as well just go get them a box of built bars and – and just really pay them back in full. That's the good way to do it. Go check them out. Check Take advantage of that factory second sale while it's out and about. Again, promo code is LOCKED15. All right, Evan, uh, my second gift. Well, hold my on. Mid- I got to get my gift card. Okay. What's, so, Fancy to stop obsessing and comparing this team to how much better they'd be with Colin Sexton on the floor. Yes, this team would be better with Colin Sexton on the floor. But at the same time... He's not here right now and enjoy what is currently constructed in front of you and not say they're a Colin Sexton away from winning a championship. That that it still really bothers me that somebody actually had the audacity to say that around the holiday season nonetheless. Like lying gets you on the naughty list. Anyway, my little gift. I, I just don't have the energy for for this is this is like a, I'm here to to bring joy, Evan, and you're just you're you're being Scrooge. I told you I sm- I winced and said mine's a little bit more Scroogeish. Are your other gifts Scroogeish? Like, are we sticking with this no. theme? No. Bah humbug. Okay, I, don't go, know. I like saying that. Yeah, I I can tell. All right, my middle gift is is patience. It is just the idea of being patient with this team because if you're the Cavs, you obviously are taking a big step forward. You have massively improved. You have massively gotten to a point where you have Evan Mobley and Darius Garland and Jared Allen, and you have other good pieces, and like Colin Sexton and Isaac Cora and Ricky Rubin. These guys could be a part of your future to some in varying degrees and circumstances. But I also think, I think if I'm if I am them, I am not trying to go all, all in on the season. I am not trying to go all in on, on 
this right now. I can understand the impulse to make a move that helps you for this season. I think there are moves on the margins that can help you do that without giving up too much of your future. And if you can make a big swing for Jalen Brown, if you can make a big swing for Brandon Ingram, I think that's like shopping worth doing, right? Like I think that would be some effort worth doing. But if we're looking at this team and the way this team is building, and, and where they really are at in the trajectory of this. Evan Mobley just got drafted. Darius Garland is extension eligible, but like you'll have a little bit of time, like another year before that kicks in. Um, you know, Jared Allen just is in the first year of that five-year $200 million contract you signed. You were really kind of at the beginning of um, what is going on here. And I think patience and like not rushing into something just for the sake of improving now, making the playoffs now. We said, again, I think you should make, you should look out, like use that JVL McGee trade exception to go find a wing that can help you right now, bolster that part of the if you can find a meaningful upgrade that is, you know, in line with what you're doing here, I think you should pursue it. I'm not saying don't take a risk. Don't, you know, put out some future assets to go see what kind of improvements you can make. But in terms of big game hunting and leaving yourself open to the potential of finding this big, massive move that could help you level up another degree, I'm just saying be patient. This is just getting started. You're still learning what you are. I'm I, I'm just saying let's not. If you're them, if I'm them, I'm saying, hey, you, you have – the ability to just not rush into something before like make your move when it's time. But I don't, I don't know if it has to be right, right at this moment. I don't think it has to be like right, right now. If you're going to, if you're going to do what you want, if you want to make the big, big swing. So Chris, you're telling the majority of our listeners that they are not doctors because they lack patience right now. Anyways, my gift is more of a Hanukkah gift for a friend of the pod, Alona. Uh, let's sign Kevin. Wait, no, 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 no retort. No retort. No, no. I just I'm dropping the mic. I agree. I think the Cavs. It's a little weird of a shift for us because we had a full episode with Danny Cunningham about making marginal trades. But, he, but even this then, week. The, the, even then, the whole even time, then, I concluded saying you and I both agreed saying like there's no rush. I'm like to this. I'm like I'm like hedging. I'm like yeah. Like I like we were talking about Buddy Heald, and I was like, I would have much eagerly more traded for Buddy Heald if I could just turn Andre Drummond into Buddy Heald. But now it's like a little different. You know what I mean? Vlade would have said hell yeah to that one, but opportunity that that ship has sailed. But I agree. I think I just don't think it's really worth the juice is not worth the squeeze for this one. Um, if you're making like a Christmas punch here, I'm trying to come up with some Christmas puns on the fly here, but um much like Rudolph before us, but um, I agree. I think the Cavs just don't really need to make like a move. That's like a marginal upgrade. I think you kind of play this out, see what you have with Garland, Mobley, Allen with a as well with Markin and two um, Rubio's here. So is Kevin love. You see what they have next year with Colin Sexton, but you could also take a gander on whether or not, who is and isn't available next offseason, whether it's Jalen Brown or Brandon Ingram or maybe some other wing or wing type player that I can't think of at the moment. But those two are the two that are really stuck in my craw. And you and I both agree that Jalen Brown's the better pickup for the Cavs. But to shift lanes, my gift is not a Christmas gift. It is a Hanukkah gift for friend of the pod, Alona Porat, because she is our Jewish friend of the pod and is to sign Kevin Love to a contract extension. I think... The 180 he has done this year with the fan base is incredible, but I am really warming up to the idea of we we talked about LeBron coming back and retiring as a Cavalier. We talked with Danny about Tristan coming back and retiring as a Cavalier. I'm really warming up to the idea of 
having Kevin Love retire as a member of the Cavaliers. I think that'd be really cool. I think it'd be a good way to end his legacy with this team. I think the fact that he's literally a top 10 player, like you can't take that away from him in franchise history. Further cement and build upon that legacy of his. Um, well, we I'm not saying retire to, zero. Well, yeah, we didn't. Well, I I think I'm not. I'm anti-Jersey retirement, but I would, if you're, the criteria is there to retire zero, it's also there to retire to two for Kyrie, if you want to be honest. But yeah, I mean, we didn't Tyree. Yeah, we didn't even get to we didn't even get to talk about it because of the COVID stuff that happened last weekend. But like Kevin Love is now a top ten all time cap score after the performance yep. he had in Milwaukee. So like he passed Canby, I think. Yeah, and he like reasonably could get higher. So yeah, and why not let us see how high he can go? He's never going to touch LeBron. I think LeBron owns pretty much every record that. Yeah, Z LeBron. 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 Yeah, LeBron stuff. has like it's like it's like. I don't even think it LeBron like Z is, I think, Z. number two, and he's like 10,000 or so points behind LeBron James, if not more. I'm looking this up as we talk. I'm going to give you a gift card add on to yours if we're going to. to. OK, so, yeah, just long story short, I think it'd be neat for the Cavs to sign Kevin Love to not a massive extension. I'm sure you should explore the market and see what's available out there for him. Of course, this offseason, I think he's really done a full 180. Great Googly Moogly. LeBron has so many records. Uh, there's a couple like Andre Miller has assists per game. That's neat. But um, for I always forget he played for the Cavs. But yeah, the professor, baby, the professor. But yeah, I think it'd be cool if the Cavs just don't really find anything that's worth their while. Like Kevin loves a good locker room presence. He has found a really nice role with this Cavs team. Granted, Ricky Rubio being on the court helps a lot, too. But I'm not ready to break up. And I just think this is the full 180 for me because I was fully on the buyout train when the season started. Yeah. So that is, I I would like a Ricky Rook century. I would too. Um, I think we'll if have he, a clear idea if, if he wants but it after the deadline. Yeah, yeah. If he wants it, and you're willing to understand that there is some potential downside, and it, and it's at the right number. Like I don't know if I want to pay him what he's making, like seventeen he's making this year for the next like two years or whatever. But like mm-hmm. I just like look at like how they're gonna build this out, and uh, he'd be kind of um, he's kind of important in terms of like. Potentially, like the calves are building. Yeah, like I, I don't know if he like is, you know, he's probably not in the team in like five years, but like two years from now, I still think you could see Rubia being like an important piece, especially if like they don't have an easy way to go get that second ball, and they're like, it's just like he's kind of been important, and I think the vibe is good with him. I think, and I think if you if you can prove to him that this is worth sticking around for, and like you can, you've developed trust with him this year when. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think we're like breaking any news here by saying that that wasn't like this wasn't like his like ideal landing spot if he wasn't going to be with the Wolves. Yeah. Like, um, if you can have done that and you can keep him at a reasonable number, like I, I'm all for that. That would just be like a good like a good continuity thing. I'm like I, I think that if this cast team could like establish some kind of continuity next year. I think that is a, a key key thing. Um, you're certainly I think going to see some tweaks on the roster, but I think. Rubio would be like a nice continuity piece. And I think that would just be a thing JB Bickerstaff is and the coaching staff would also just be like, that's a little like little thing for them. Like, you know, like you can make some bigger swings, mm-hmm. some talent play, some money stuff. But in terms of just like making your coaches happy, like I feel like yeah. just keeping Ricky Rubio around is just like a, a nice thing to do if it's at the right number. What is this face? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just going to say the Cavs really might want to have Ricky warm up to this because the free agency options other than Ricky are Goran Dragic. Patrick Beverly, DeLon Wright, Tyus Jones, Dennis Schroeder, Avery Bradley. Then it gets real dicey. Michael Carter-Williams, Austin Rivers, who I like, Alfred Payton, Raul Neto, Gary Payton II, Frank Nilakina, Dennis Smith Jr., Brad Wanamaker, Jalen Brunson, and Chris Chioza. 
So the Cavs may uh, have well, Brun- no yeah, Brun- with the Chinese. Yeah, Brunson probably doesn't belong more so in that second group. But he's yeah, I I, I Rubio Rubio's just been. I think important, even if like, he's I also don't off. think Brunson's going to be a Cavalier. Let's be honest here. Yeah. He's probably going to Dallas and just keep that guy. All right, Evan, uh, after the break, we'll give our last two gifts, but you have first got to tell everyone about our friends at bet online. I sure do bet online. If you guys have not known, has you covered for all season long with more props, odds and lines than ever before as football season continues their March to the playoffs that I learned that, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive set bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Evan, we're down to our last gifts, last little Monday cheer. Mine is uh, pretty direct. It is just, it is, it is. Lock up theory has gone to that contract extension next summer. Get it done. Get yeah. It done. Don't, I don't, don't know. Don't fuck if, around. I, Sign I, up I don't, Max. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't know if it's like a Max Max. I can understand if people have some trepidation about that because we're, you'd really be going off of one really, really high end year. <laughs> Land Land said, um, I just I'm gonna read this because it's making me chuckle. She said, My my last gift, mine is your mom, is what she said her last gift is. Because Land loves mom jokes because she's Hey Chris, you know what my last gift for your mom is? These nuts. But anyways, go oh ahead my, and tell me more is, about this has gone too far. Um oh, look, I didn't Dar- know your wife tease you about your mom too. This is great. Now it makes and now it makes sense why our partnership's so strong. Yeah, yeah. It's just they say you marry your parents, but like I really podcast with my wife, and it's just it's it's a lot. Where's my ring, folks? Where's my ring? As I fix my camera here, but look, I I think th- I think with Garland, it's like I don't know if he's like if I want to say like hundred percent like max 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 like I, there's some wiggle room here and things like that. But what I do think is like he's v- clearly very very good. He's clearly like ascended this year. He's clearly playing at an all star level in my mind. Like I don't know if he's gonna get in the game, but he's been that good well did you see the stat i shared last night or sorry saturday night no no what was it oh the plus minus thing yeah it's crazy yeah 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 it's it's crazy the plus minus of them is crazy he's fourth in the league at plus 228 only behind steph gobert and don like this yeah this the Cavs outscore opponents 228 points whenever he's on the floor (laughs) that's nuts yeah he garland is you know, he's, I think, having a star level year. He's on his way to being one of the very best young guards in this league. If he's not already, he's going to be a guy that factors in long term here. I think you just got to get it like next summer, like start planning now. Like, I, I think there are like, like the Mobley, like max contract will come at some point if he continues the way he's playing. Like, that will come. Garland is playing himself into the level of like he should get a ton of money next summer. And I, I just don't, th- I think if we were just like building here and, and want to just like take a step forward and, if I'm the Cavs and saying like this is what you sh- this is what like you should do to figure this out, giving Garland lots of money to continue to be very good for your team and not like w- like trying to drag it out or like just just take care of it. Take care of this really good young player 
that is the key to so much of what you're doing right now and is having this massive, massive year. Just take care of it. This is my present is just give Darius Garland lots of money to remain on your basketball team. Yeah, uh, pay Kevin Love, pay Darius Garland. Sexton's Twitter is just in flames right the, now. The, well, the, my gift and my gift card, my gift card, half joking. Add on to this is pray to God that the TV money kicks in and you get a little cap spike to make some of this easier to finagle going forward. Because, buddy, the Cavs cap situation is going to be dicey and pricey, and they would benefit from a little bit of a cap bump, oh, even if it is like the Hawks pretty soon. Yeah, even, well, even if it's like leveled out, or even if it's like a one-year bump, they could use a little bit of a of a little bit of a bump in the years to come to kind of help keep their some flexibility and allow them to build the kind of team uh, that I think they'd like to around around their core here. No, I absolutely agree. I think the Cavs just need to lock up Darius sooner instead of later. I think this is a player they've always been behind and they've always genuinely believed in. Um, they've really anointed him through the media and through media availability, whether it's the coaches or members of the front office or fellow teammates. Like Jetty last night told me Darius is an all-star this season, full stop, or sorry, Saturday night told me he's an all-star full stop. Um, Kobe has called him the face of the franchise and like the leader of the offense. JV has had had high expectations of Darius and tells him what he knows that he expects of him, but he like has full faith in him to kind of run what he wants offensively and defensively as well. I think, a lot of credit to JB Bickerstaff for getting Darius Garland to be a not not like an otherworldly defender, but he's competent, which wasn't something that was a strong suit of his coming out of Vanderbilt. And yeah, I think there's that that plus minus statistic is still absolutely nutty to me to think about. Um the Cavs are better with Darius Garland on the floor. I I know we quietly said like this team was gonna be okay without Colin Sexton. There's gonna be some growing pains because of Darius and because of Mobley and because of Allen. Like these three are the straw. That turn or stir this massive drink the Cavs are trying to gulp down. But like, if the Cavs didn't have Darius or him kind of just ascending like this, they wouldn't be in the playoff conversation right now because he literally makes the offense go like an all in assets of the game. Evan, what's your last gift? It's just for happiness and more importantly, health and well being for this Cavs team. Uh, due to the 10 day hardship exceptions that they're applying for. Um, they are more or less saying that the seven players out due to health and safety protocols, and it could be more because the Cavs are having an outbreak from what I've gathered, like it, they're having a hard time. Well, and just, this. just so Evan is dating this a little bit. We are recording this on Sunday. You just broke the fourth wall. Thank when I God, I kept dating it on accident. I kept correcting myself. You, we almost made it the whole way, Evan. Almost made it the whole way. And, you, and, and you're you the did one who blew it in the end. No, I was you just going to play dumb the whole time. When you when you reference the guys they're signing to ten day hardships, that is clearly Sunday news. We're recording this ahead of time because it's the holidays. Yeah. See us. At least we're doing five days a week. Um, at least we're not taking just, out for you know, boxing at, day Leanne like some says, other podcast co-hosts. Leanne says, "Good God, Evan, you suck." That's right. That's right. Did you hear what I said? No. I didn't um, hear what you said. No, about. Your mom getting these nuts for me. Just want to remind everyone. No, again, Evan, but... I've had I've headphones on. You're talking to headphones. You can't hear the headphones. You can only hear me talking. I don't know. Maybe she has psychic powers. Maybe she's an ex woman. But either way, it's happiness, health, and well being for this Cavs team because it is an absolute bummer to say that like Evan Mobley and Jared Allen both are sidelined for the remainder of the calendar year because of COVID nineteen. It is a bummer to think that in theory Cleveland could have played Sunday against Atlanta, but they would have had a pretty pretty sad looking roster they would have been starting 
Dean Wade, Kevin Love, and Larry Markkinen alongside Ed Davis and Darius Garland. Like, that's how kooky it would have been for them. A little quirky, a little weird. But, like, yeah, you still have Rubio and Osmond there, too. But I just want this casting to get healthy quickly and stay healthy. Like, knock on wood. Like, that's not a hot take, really. But just for it to, just for it to stay. This, this cast team's been the most fun and exciting thing in the nba for me this year i mean granted i watch them on a night-to-night basis and i cover them five days a week on the show and i write about them quite a bit too but i've this is the most fun i've had covering the Cavs since joining this podcast since starting my coverage of them when chris jaded me but i don't really want it to die and so hopefully they can just stay healthy after this and i think COVID's a very real thing, obviously. I don't think it's ever going to go away I, unless people get fully vaccinated and take it seriously, but they won't. Well, we should. We should, I noted this on the episode I did with Brad Rule on Monday. Like, the Cavs are fully vaccinated. They're one of the teams that are. Like, yeah. you know, it's just one of these things we're just going to. How this progresses. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm hopeful that, like, all-star can, I could, can be something. I could lose my cool about the, the, the mouth breathers that say, how do they toast positive when they're fully vaccinated? But anyways, um. I just want the Cavs to get healthy soon. I don't want this to drag out. I don't want this to be like a marketing or love situation, at least in Love's case, there's residual effects after the fact. Mm-hmm. I just want this to be an unfortunate part of the season for the Cavs with something they can move past quickly and just kind of keep going because, God, they are fun to watch on a night-to-night basis. Um, let's wrap on this. Um, I'm going to grab a picture. I'm going to – I think you see – I don't want to – I didn't grab a picture ahead of time like I should have, but did you see the the Canton char- – the Cleveland charge, a little Freudian slip there? The Christmas jerseys, the ugly Christmas sweater jerseys. At yeah, the that's from the ticket giveaway that I had for the game on Friday. Uh, Bailey Mincer from the Cavs graphics department designed it. She did a great job. That they, Yeah, they're really cool. They're I'm doing just a saying, give auction right bring, now. Bring Well, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Evan. They but should bring back the Christmas jerseys in the this NBA. Is, this I is wholeheartedly this is, agree. This is what I'm saying. I think that if, honestly, like, the Adidas era of jerseys, like in some ways, has been much was much better than the Nike era. And like the Chris, like some of the Christmas jerseys that the the Cavs had, like he's done a bad incredible. job on all three Cleveland teams in terms of jersey designs. So, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm just saying, like I think uh, a little more creativity could would do some good. Um, I do have a picture here that I'm going to try and pull up real quick. But I, I show the candy, the candy cane, like the cream and like wine Cavs jerseys they wore on Christmas. One of my no, I'm, I'm just jerseys. in case people. I'm sure people have seen those, but here's the oh, charge the charge one. ones. Yeah, yeah, the charge ones are slick, but like no, the I'm just gonna rant while you pull this picture up. I, I would I would settle for that. Like I would settle for that. Like give me a Christmas jersey. I like a Christmas jersey. Like a th- I like a theme. You know, I like a yeah, little. It, I like a little. It's theme. a one-off costume, and guess what? People will buy them because when I was like. M- more a fan, less of an observer than I am now. To quote Chris Manning, I bought. I believe I used the word Christmas spectator. Kyrie. I believe I used spectator the word spectator. Whatever. Yeah, thank you. But either way, I bought a Christmas Kyrie jersey. Like it's like that cream, like gingerbread one, with, like the wine yep. and everything, and like it's like based on like a Christmas storybook. Like it had the aesthetic, it had the theme, it still had the Cavs branding throughout. Like it was the same template for every team, just different color schemes and stuff to match it. They took it to a new degree where they made it wine and gold the following year, and that's when Richard Jefferson had like one of the best dunks of his career, which he had a lot of good dunks. But there's been some misses on Christmas, like the LeBron first LeBron year when they played Miami, and then he did this talking to Dwayne Wade after the game. Um, but for the most part, like Christmas jerseys are fun. I think it's a fun concept. I think it's something Nike's really dropped the ball on, especially because Nike's like the most financially opportunist, opportunistic company in the world. 
I don't think it would hurt their sweatshops too much to make a okay. Well, the workers, okay. Oh, would, um, okay. Enos freedom. Calm down. Sorry. I just got off a flight with John Bolton. I can't help myself. All right. But, we're um, going really, to leave it there. That's that. We're, we're not no, let's not leave it at there because no, you can the set that out of context. I'm not a racist folks. I don't, right, you know, no, if no, you no. know me, so one of our listeners said, I look like I drink IPAs and huff my own farts because of how liberal I am. I'm like, you know, that's kind of true. So I don't like IPAs I like sours. All right. Look, I'm unplugging the Christmas lights. I'm th- we're throwing away the wrapping paper. Everyone go enjoy your gifts. Have a great holiday. We'll talk to you on Monday. Um, I am not unplugging my Christmas lights. This is a new feature of my locked on cap set. Is it out of laziness? Yes, but I also like how it makes my living room area feel nice and cozy when I'm watching TV in the evenings.